Hello, everyone. Welcome to Conversations with a Wounded Healer. I'm your host, Sarah Buino. I am a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of a group practice called Head Heart Therapy in Chicago, Illinois. And I am so happy that you've joined me today. So before I get into the stuff that I wanted to say tonight... I am going live on Instagram with Aisha Ahmed, who was a guest on my show earlier this year, and I'm so excited about it. Truthfully, I'm a little nervous, too, because, I mean, I do my interviews live, but they get edited, so I don't know what's going to happen tonight, but I'm super excited about it. So we're going to go live on Instagram, and it's going to be at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I cannot do the time differences for you because I am time zone challenged. If that's a thing, I am it. So you can connect with us by going to Aisha's Instagram page, which is at Aisha Heels, which is A-I-S-H-A-H-E-A-L-S. Or if you are a friend of mine on Instagram at Head Heart Therapy, you'll be able to find us there too. So we're going to talk about energy medicine and who knows with me on there, you have no idea what's going to happen. So please join us tonight at 830 Central Standard Time. So what I wanted to talk about today could be considered a little controversial for some people. I wanted to talk about love in the therapy room. So I had an experience recently with one of my clients that just made this idea bloom for me in a really different way than I've ever experienced before. So if you listen to Susan Lipschutz's episode of my podcast, She's my therapist. If you've heard that one, you know, she's my therapist. And we talk a lot about love. One of the things that she says is that we've forgotten that love is a super important part of therapy. In school, we're taught about empathy. We're taught about creating a safe space. But I think for a lot of us, what that means is really creating some spaces for love in the room. And I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before. You know, the Greek language has like a trillion different words for different types of love, right? And in the English language, we just have one. Even though I love my dog and I love my husband and I love my brother and I love my friends, but I love them all in super different ways. And it would be great if there was a different word for those. I also love my clients. I love them. And There are times in therapy when it's important to share that with them. And experience that I had recently, I'm not going to share the story that happened to my client, obviously, but something bad happened and this person was hurting incredibly. And as soon as they shared with me what happened, I realized I was hurting incredibly. And obviously it wasn't about me. It wasn't like, oh, you know, I screwed up or I did this thing wrong. I did actually reflect on ways that I might have helped prevent this situation from happening, but I certainly wasn't blaming myself. But the pain that I experienced was just so overwhelming. And I sat with my client as they cried and as they told me everything they'd been experiencing. And then when they left, I broke down. As soon as they walked out the door, I ran to my colleague next door and I said, can I just sit with you and cry for a minute because I just can't believe what just happened. And I love this person so much and I hate to see that they're in so much pain. And so my colleague, John, is amazing. And so, of course, he let me sit there and cry for a little bit. And then on the way home, I started crying again. And just I was just 
so sad. You know, actually, before the client left, I remember we talked about love in that session. And I remember hugging them at the end of the session. And I said, you know that I love you, right? And he said, yeah, I love you too. And I think that moment is so important for clients. It's so important for humans. We're relational beings, right? We're put on this earth to care for one another, to connect with one another. And when we see the people that we care about really hurting, it really affects us too. And in school, they didn't necessarily say you have to be a blank slate, but certainly none of my professors talked about love, loving their clients and, and what that looks like in a clinically appropriate way. And I've done a lot of Brene Brown's work, and I will always credit her with giving me permission to feel like I could be myself as a therapist instead of trying to be the picture of the therapist that I envisioned I was supposed to be or the therapist that's portrayed in the movies or the therapist that they're trying to tell me to be when I was in school. But instead, I get to show up and I get to tell my clients that I love them because one of the things that's really important to me as a person is to give of my love freely. And you know what? It's bitten me in the ass sometimes. Sometimes I love people who don't love me back the same way I love them. Sometimes I love people who are so hurt they can't help but take advantage of the gift of my love that I'm giving them. But that doesn't make me want to love any less. I truly, truly believe that we're all inherently good and the reasons that we act out towards one another or against one another is just because we're hurting. And when I have a client in front of me in the room, I want them to know that this is the one space that you can come where you're going to be loved no matter what. I always talk about my husband being the first person who unconditionally loved me. And I think that's true to some extent. But when I think back to some of the therapists that I had earlier in my life, I know that they probably loved me too. And when I was 17, having my first therapy experience, that wasn't something that we talked about at the time. But I know that that 17-year-old girl wanted that unconditional love. And I did feel safe in that space. So thank you to all the therapists I've ever had in my life. And there have been a lot. <laughs> thank you to my husband who unconditionally loves me. And thank you to my friends who unconditionally love me. And I am just so grateful to have so many extraordinary clients who help me fall in love, help me use that love as a tool. So thank you for listening. Thank you. If you're here, I'm hoping that you love the podcast. And as silly as it might sound, I have love for you too. And I used to know a person who would post love bombs on Facebook and, you know, just say, stop scrolling. I love you. And I always thought that was so cheesy and stupid. Um, <laughs> Because frankly, it's just it's not like a real connection. And I realize that I don't have a real connection with all of the people who listen, but I have a desire to. And for that, I love that you keep coming back. And I love that you keep supporting and sharing and that you're doing good things in the world. I trust that if you're listening to this podcast, you're a person who does everything they can to put good into the world. So thank you for who you are and what you do. And thanks as always to the Creative Imposter Studios for editing, to Liam O'Donnell for the album art, and to Ben Mueller for our theme music. You know where to find us because you keep coming back. So thank you. Till next time. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.